Hey guys, welcome to summer and also to the Get A Life Podcast Kunai. I'm Tyson Matsuki and you may be wondering why am I the host this time around? Well, by, by the way, Bish is still here. Bish loves Mitch. Say hello. Hello. And we also got um, Kevin Chow in the other side. Say hello. Hi guys. And for today, we are going to cover the second season of a show we have already done before, which you can, which you can listen to, because right now we're going to talk about Free Eternal Summer, which is, uh, or yes, if we're going to call it for sure, Free Season Two. Mm -hmm. um, but before we get into the discussion, there's always the little disclaimer. Um, whose turn is it to say it now, uh, Kevin or Bish? No, it's me. It's me. Oh, um, okay. So yeah, for you new guys, Get Life Podcast is Kunai is a monthly anime discussion podcast under the Get Life group, which means Get Life Podcast Kunai is the little brother of the original Get Life Podcast. Uh, and some DVDs fell down. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> Galp Kunai um, DVDs. Galp, Galp Kunai DVDs. Download them now. <laughs> They're only $59.99 without tax, and shipping CDs. is... Does anyone even um, use CDs anymore? I think age. some people in Africa probably use CDs. <laughs> I don't mean that in a rude way, I'm just saying they don't get technology as fast as us. <laughs> Google are trying God. to bring fiber over there. I'm not, I'm being serious. Okay, like, no, Google's I was even thinking of that in a racist way until Tyson started laughing, okay? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm innocent here, it's just... Tyson, just get your mind out of the gutter, man. I mean, jeez, it's impossible like, I, to it's impossible to do with the kind of with the kind of lunatics that I'm around with. And by the way, Africans, PC master race, just saying. Disclaimer. Wow. Continue. Okay. Well, they have internet in Africa. If you're listening from Africa, tell us. Um, anyway, so. It's an anime discussion podcast, so expect heavy spoilers. They'll, because this is also another... This is a season two. So we're obviously going to be talking about spoilers from season two and maybe season one. So go check out the previous episode where we talk about free season one. And yeah, we're not going to be talking about light novels or any manga for shows that are based off light novels or manga. And we can be found on Stitcher and on iTunes. So if you have a, uh iPhone, download it because the podcast app is there. You have no excuse. If you're on Android and say, well, I don't have iTunes, well, you have Stitcher, so go download it from there. And yeah, so you can send us your suggestions. And we have a Twitter page now. It's at GLAP Kunai. Yay! Yay! And we all run it, uh, even Joe. So yeah, you can talk to us there and tell us about anime and stuff. And you can suggest to us anime. It has to be at most 30 episodes long because, you know, we've got lives to attend to. Get it? Yeah, that was a bad pun, but... Tyson loves it, so I kept it in there. <laughs> Apparently, I did. Oh, and by the way, before um, getting into the actual discussion, in the last episode, in the um, Hatarakumal-sama episode, we did say that Denki Guy was going to be next, but and we did do Denki Guy, but it wasn't up to our standards. So we're basically skipping a show and then doing the next one on Q, which will be free season two. If there's interest in releasing that same episode or just uh, version two of the same show, we can, we can do it, but let us know in the Twitter account, okay? Mm. To be honest, that episode was such a train wreck. Like, yeah, I was I was editing it and I'm like, what the honest. fuck is this? It's just, it's, com it's a complete mess. Like, imagine Get A Life podcast getting sick and just taking, di like, diarrheaing everywhere. <laughs> that's what That's what the episode was. It was... I know I'm being vulgar here, but bear in mind, uh, it's late for me, and I just drank a Coca-Cola. Who They're not sponsoring us, but Coca-Cola, if you're listening, 
Um, you know, I doubt they would. Anyway, yeah, so, Tyson? Okay, so, Free Season 2. So it's the same studio that made Free Season 1 Kyoto Animation back in the rains. We already have a setting which would be the town of uh, Iwatobi, a, fi mm. a, a fictional town in, uh, in modern day Japan. And it still follows the story of the five dorky swimmers. I don't know if you want to call them that. Makoto, Haru, Nagisa, Rei, and Rei. But there are some quite interesting um, spin-offs in this anime that we felt that doing a second show of free would be necessary. So let's see where do we begin with. I mean, I suppose we could start in which um, during watching the show has your opinion on the characters change even by a little? Hmm. Who, who wants to start? Um, I'll start with that actually. Okay. Um, to be honest, from the last episode, um, you guys already know my opinions on Haru and Rei. I absolutely hated Rei in the first season, and in this season, I've kind of my opinion has changed, and I'm like, wow, Rei is actually kind of a cool guy. Um, yeah, he is kind of a dork in the sense that he's always talking about calculations, but I feel that he believes in himself a lot more, and you see him grow. You know, especially in the last episode where he, where they done this terrible thing in the anime where they were like, oh, let's do like a flashback episode. That pisses me off in any sort of TV show or any form of media when you do flashback episodes. So never do that. Um, but yeah, he was t saying that, you know, he never, he wasn't able to swim before. And now he knows all the types of strokes, which is lovely. And he has more strength in himself and he's able to give advice to others. It, he he admits his weaknesses. That's what I like about him. It's kind of ironic that the same person that te taught him all the uh, all these strokes was the same guy that he had issues with in season one, Rimatsuoka. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think um, I thought that was quite commendable from uh, from Ring, although he feels that he owes him for um, for letting him swim his um, his leg during the relay in season one so i don't know if you feel that it paid off like the like debt repaid or something mm, i'm not quite sure i wouldn't say it's like a debt repaid because i never thought about it as that but i just feel that you know ray's become a lot more bearable as a human being um in in terms of other characters mm -hmm. i'm kind of disappointed with nagisa to be honest like, what yeah, so stop the presses. The, Nagisa's number one fanboy says that he's disappointed with his own god, and we're talking about the god of God Kunai. Explain yourself right now. Okay, let, let, let me explain myself. The thing is, in Nagisa season, uh, Nagisa season one, they should have an anime just called Nagisa. <laughs> I would love to watch that. Um, Kyoto Animation spin-off anime. Go, um, but. In, in free season one, you know, Nagisa was really like chilled and he was like, yeah, he was the motivation behind the group, which I loved. And, you know, he was very Mugi-chan-esque in terms of his character design and whatnot. That hasn't changed. <laughs> but but within, I think it was episode five, his, his episode, basically, they oh. were trying to show him some backstory and saying, oh, Nagisa was this kind of depressed kid at school that would study all the time. And he went to a private school because his parents are like bloody rich. And you never see his parents, that's another thing. But he's very... It's, it seems very unbelievable. What do you mean? Okay, In terms of, like, I can't believe that this Nagisa, this awesome guy, was once someone who was really depressed. And, you know, you can't really tell if someone's depressed or not. 
But that's that's another thing. It's like it doesn't suit his character, and it was like <laughs> really, Gianni, like you're really gonna do this to Nagisa? You're really I, gonna do this? I have to comment on that later, or, or I don't know if you want to comment on that right comment now. Comment on it now. Yeah, comment on okay, it now. Okay, I have to say, while I was watching, I have to say episode five or you know Nagisa's episode. It's probably one of my favorite moments because um, I didn't dislike him before, but uh, episode five actually gave me a reason to like him more, and it. Like, one of the things that this season does in general, it's just, you know, a huge improvement over the last season, you know, is the development that they give for, to each individual character. And what happens in episode 5, for those of you who um, haven't watched, is, well, um, if I recall correctly, he has trouble with his you know, schoolwork. His grades are going down because he's spending all of his time at the pool trading for the composition, right? So yeah. he's under this huge pressure from his parents and everyone to study, but at the same time, he feels like he, he owes his team because, you know, he, he's part of the, the relay team. He can't let his friends down. So but the thing is, I feel that his story is, is very flawed. And I feel that, because, you know, this is probably original. I'm not sure if this is mentioned in the light novel or not, but I feel that Kyoto Animation is just, we're lazy with his story because they they even mentioned it themselves. They, they said, oh, Nagisa was good at studying before and, you know, he was very diligent, used to get great grades and it's just like well if you really wanted to he could just study a bit and bam you know awesome grades and he doesn't need to worry about it and he's acting like it's such a big deal that's another thing it's like okay i don't i don't know how his parents are and i'm only going off from what nagisa is telling me there is no acknowledgement of his parents like his parents might not even need to be there or not do you see what i mean i think hmm. The, I think Nagisa's parents make an appearance, although blurred, in season, um, not season seven, in episode seven. In season one, oh, in episode seven, I don't, I don't quite remember that. The thing is, I was I also it, disappointed it, it, that no. I didn't see uh, Nagisa's mom because he was talking, he was always talking about Na Nagisa was always talking about his mom. He was like, <laughs> oh, is my mom here? Is my mom here? And I'm like, oh, is he gonna open the curtain and it's Mugi Chan? And I wanted that to happen, but it didn't. Um, you know, Mugi-chan is, is Nagisa's mom, and I know Kyoto Animation knows this because that's why they never shown Nagisa's mom because it's Mugi-chan. <laughs> no. Okay, so okay, so we're, no. so we're switching the title from uh, Nagisa's number no. one fa fanboy to Mugi-chan's number one fanboy, and yeah, Na and Nagisa will be replaced as the God of Galkanai with Mugi-chan. No, I'm the thing I'm is, Na Nagisa's this. Nagisa is a Nagisa. He's like the Kami of Kunai. But, no, I will know, resign. I will resign. No, right don't say that because I imagine ah. you as Nagisa. As, <laughs> no. You know what I mean, Kevin? Because you mentioned have a that you... pistol around here. Like, I can, I can do that. You, right you, know, you know what, Kevin? You mentioned <laughs> that um, that you used to be a swimmer. And then, I, you know, and he, and he straight away, stroke. I was like, yeah, okay. I remember. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, and that's, he's exactly Nagisa. So I'm imagining uh, Tyson as Itachi. And oh you're Nagisa. That's how no. that's how it goes. Even though is, your your icon is Fi, I don't get you're your, Nagisa. I'm sorry. Super, like Nagisa. It, nor, like normally he's fine. This what I, what kind of annoys me is your obsession. Super, with Nagisa. yeah, exactly. I can't begin to comprehend your obsession with him. He's not on the Nagisa same level. Is as best, no, Nagisa is best girl in free. <laughs> no, no, even no. though he's a boy, he deserves Object. the title of best girl. <laughs> okay, are you gonna say Gochan? Gochan is nothing. She has no. no, no. I will tell you who my favorite character is this season. Oh, who is it? Who is it? Okay, we'll, we'll Mako, dive straight into Mako it. Mako and um, not 
Makon Rin, with Sosuke being an honorable mention. Hmm. <laughs> oh, see, the thing is, for me, speaking of new characters, um, I like Mamo. His name is his name is Momo. Momo Momo Momotaro. Momotaro. Yeah. Who's Momo again? The the, the red hair guy. Um, his brother used to be the captain of the uh, Rin's yeah, the, team. Okay, the little brother okay, of, yeah. used to be the captain of the uh, yeah. Samusuka Swin team. That's I mean, Momotaro. Yeah. He he was pretty cool, but like I think he's degen. As the season went on, he went from a character with potential to just you know kind of like a punching bag for jokes he has to be the comic relief in this anime and I think he does it well because you're not going to have another character you're not going to give that to Nagisa you're not going to give that to Makoto or Haru or Rin you have to have a comic relief character and to be honest Go's yeah, but... jokes from season 1 because she was a comic relief in season 1 her jokes are dead and they've even mentioned that within the anime like you know when they were like oh I'm just gonna give up on muscles and all of that. She even said it herself. And then, oh yeah, that, it, that, and then even um, what's his name? That was pretty Nagisa was like, no, you're not gonna give up. Like, psh. nothing is the, like that was pretty. The, the joke's yeah. funny the first time, but like when it's the same joke that's been repeated like five times throughout the season, it gets hmm. predictable and boring. He's like it, Brock from Poke. That's how I. Okay. <laughs> like having that obsession. That's a very, very um, bold statement to say that he's brought from. In a sense, yes, he is. But, but you have he, to he, understand why I'm making that uh, connection because it's funny the first few times, and it, that's well, that one scene where, uh, that he has with his older brother is pretty funny. But like as the season progresses and the same joke is used over and over and over, you just kind of know what to expect from him every time that he's in the same scene as group, you know? Yeah, but the, the thing is, I want to expect that. I really w like his jokes, mainly because, you know, he has the same kind of obsession with Gochan, like his brother did, but he does it in a, in a hilarious way. You always see Rin is, like, pulling him away. And I think the first time, though, even the way they got him to join the club was like, hey, you know what? There are going to be a lot of cute girls there. And then, you know, he goes there and it's just kids so yeah i found that was hilarious hilarious that, the first time that so. part hurt me it, it, that part had me thinking is ring into loli kong because no he basically thinking no, that they don't kid, go there i'm thinking no. you know i think i think rin is is just like he is not interested in anything I, I i the reason i say that is because you never see him have some sort of weird fetish or some sort of romantic interest in other characters most characters really don't but you know you can tell haru loves the water to such an extent and then you know rin, i don't know what rin likes like he's just there you know he doesn't really show what he enjoys and what he likes unless it's his competitive nature that's doing that i don't know it's probably his competitive nature but there's something that kevin said that i want to touch about yeah. Considering that the focus from season, uh, from uh, in season two has been taken away from the Iwatobi Swing Club and given to the Samesuka Swing Club, um, we can pretty much say that uh, Rain's conflicts have been resolved in season one, so he really doesn't work as a punching bag. Sosuke has his own issues, um, which we can probably talk about later. Aishiro mm. also has his own problems, so. Not putting Momotaro as a kind of punching bag or as uh, as the buffoon of of the of the team would make watching those episodes quite dark. I, um, I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, okay, uh, I, I agree. Uh, I, I agree so with it, that. But I mean, I agree with that. I I'm not saying Momo is a bad character. I'm just saying he's not gonna be on my you know top three characters list 
I mean, yeah, he's funny, but it's he's so 2D to me that it's not deserving of a high spot in you know my favorite characters list. It's yeah, but the thing is, no one no one is asking you to do that. But at the same time, he's he's somewhat necessary to the storyline. As Tyson said, it would be incredibly depressing, especially to watch um, what's his name? Uh, shit, forgot so his name. Sosuke's story, that's that's his story. I thought he was a douchebag at the beginning. I was like, fuck you, Sosuke. I don't, I'm not going to yeah. like you. And I said at the beginning of the anime, I said, I'm going to fucking hate Sosuke. But towards the end, I I was like crying. I was like, whoa. I was like, you the I real want him MVP. to be my senpai. It's like, you the real MVP, senpai. Sosuke. Or yeah, he is. More like Brosuke. We, we can't keep on using Brosuke for everything. No, no, he's, he's Brosuke. Is he more Brosuke than Yosuke? No, 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 of course not, but... Well, he, well then he broske. can't have the title of Broske. But he's still a bro. I was like, I was literally always watching his episode. I was like, what a bro. Like, the, Okay, so damn. are you saying you want him to be your senpai? No, but I was like, the, the amount of dedication <laughs> he, he has if, or... he could, if he could be your senpai, would you let him be your senpai? No, because he, he'd be kind of a fucked up senpai because he acts like <laughs> a douchebag to you and your friends. And then yeah, but look, no, but it, look how he treated... I chan. I if that's what I was going to say. And and we already said you're Nagisa. So look at Nagisa how he treated another team Ichan, though. So. No, no. But look, <laughs> she fucking hated everyone on the Iwatobi Swim Club. Hold on. Sosuke doesn't hate the whole Iwatobi Swim Club. He just hates mm -hmm. Haru. Yeah, and the thing is what kind of um, supports that is the fact that when he's kind of explaining it and uh, when he was a kid before uh, Rin goes off to Australia, he, you know, there's a scene between him and Sosuke, like a flashback scene, and oh, Rin is like, oh, guys, hey, Sosuke, I just found a team that I can swim with, you know, a team that I want to swim with, and I feel that's kind of made Sosuke feel like, oh, so uh, I'm being replaced with a newer model. See how it is? So he kind of feels jealous in some way because Rin is, like, giving his love and attention to <laughs> the free members because that's how it is. Like, let's be honest. He was just jealous and he was like, you know what? I'm just gonna overtrain, and that it kind of, it kind of fucked no, no, him up. No, he didn't overtrain because of that. He overtrained because he wanted to keep up with Finn. He got pissed yeah. because he didn't want to get replaced. That's yeah, but still, why was Rin in himself? You know, was motivated. He was motivated because of Haru. Do you see what I mean? Exactly. And he and even um, but, so but he didn't said know about this. the rivalry said, though. He didn't know about Haru until he got back though. No, he knew. He knew about Haru. No, and. Sosuke kind of acknowledged the rivalry between Haru and Rin when Sosuke came out of Samizuka all the way to Iwatobi, seeing Haru in a slump, basically just trying to get him to slap out of it, snap out of it. Mm -hmm. So, because in a way, I can interpret that as Sosuke acknowledging Haru as Rin's rival. And he said that, and he said, I'm not gonna. He said he's not gonna like be friends with him or accept him. Mm -hmm. But he said you have to keep on what you're doing because that that's what motivates Rin, mm -hmm. and that's what keeps on Rin, you know it gives Rin the power to go on. I know it sounds really like romantic in a sense, but you know, and that's another that's another thing. Like this anime feels very uh, because you know I come from a background of very romantic animes and very, stuff like that. And because of all the drama in this anime, it might as well have been Toradora. Do you see what I mean? There's so much drama, <laughs> and I, I I'm I'm trying to figure out like, I'm trying to figure out like where where's the romance in this? And I'm, I was waiting for like some sort of romance scene. There wasn't. Um, I wish there was. Well, but, well, you know, it, well, it, well, te well, technically, if you want to call 
um, the fact that Haru moved to Tokyo with Makoto, a romance theme, or an acknowledgement of no, the sheep. No, 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 that ship doesn't go. You know what? What <laughs> no, other ship? No, 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 no that no, ship that, is going to be sunk no, right now. No, that ship is canon. No, 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 it's Tyson, not. I agree. Stop, no. <laughs> Do you know why? Because Rin and uh, Haru at the end, when that, where they're on the international stage, it doesn't make any sense. First of all, because um, I'll, I'll have to ask Kevin a question. Kevin, in yeah. professional swimming, are you allowed to have more than one person like from the same country? Representing that country in the international yes. swimming, uh, yeah, realize, like in the Olympics Jim, I was, or something. I'm not an international athlete, man. I can't tell you that. I mean, I know, but you should know about this, like in terms of the Olympics or something. Are they allowed to have more than one representative of that country I think there? They, I think they do, but um, but, but I can't be sure of that. For real, is I'm pretty sure it's everyone on, on the team is from the same country, else it wouldn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, I know, but if they are they allowed to race against each other in different lanes? I don't think so. I don't know about that. I don't see why not, because in in the individual events, they race against each other, too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, big, um, oh, oh well, uh, um, in, Prefecto no, I... in Prefectorals, um, there were... Um, remember when Momotaro was uh, was swimming um, in the end lane? And there was one guy from Samasuka there as well. So I suppose that individual uh, individual matches... Oh, that it, it's and okay. another thing is Makoto was um, with Haru when they done the 200 meters free style isn't it yeah yeah that, that was kind of a derp moment for before all of us really for all because i was kind of confused because i thought because you know at the end they're swimming on an international uh, pool and whatever mm -hmm. and i thought okay if haru is representing japan then does that mean rin's representing australia yeah rin is representing australia there but that's another thing he's not a citizen of australia well we don't know that but he's probably not a citizen of australia because japanese people yeah. don't have dual citizenships so if he gave up his citizenship for japan in, in order to be an australian citizen then he wouldn't be a japanese citizen anymore so bam done so i don't it's probably that he that that ring got a visa to study abroad I don't make it, I don't think there's make it, there's many um, confusions mm. in, in in regards to do, um, in that exception. Is, does that mean he's allowed to compete on a professional level? Probably on behalf of Australia. Probably or 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 if anything, he's competing um, at the university level, like again, like against the University of Tokyo Haru for for instance. Mm, possibly, but I. Actually, yeah, that could make sense. See, there's a lot of like weird, awkward loopholes towards the end of the anime, and that's why I feel that the anime kind of got lazy. Like Kyoto Animation kind of got lazy towards the end, um, and a lot of things don't necessarily work. I'm just saying, like, you know, we know that Rin went to Australia. We know that Haru went to. We don't actually know where Haru went. We just know that he went. To Tokyo with uh yeah he went Makoto. to Tokyo with, with, with Makoto so he and what is Makoto studying as well like Makoto said he wants to be uh he wants a to be a coach instructor. he wants to be a coach yeah, he but what, what is he studying like you see him studying and I'm like okay is he studying biology is he yeah, studying make chemistry no it, it, really it, not be, coach, no yeah. I don't know if in universities in England do this but at least in the university I attended to there was a uh, not a scholarship there was a bachelor's degree for um. What's it called? The um, um, it's it's something related. Uh, it's something related to sports. 
or something. They, there was a bachelor that is like, like a sports science or something. Sports science. That's it. That's yeah. It. We have that here as well. So we can assume that Makoto was studying towards that degree to be to be a coach because if anything, he realized during um, during his race against Haru is that he's not really fit to um, to uh, to compete internationally. But then. Up next was the was his episode. So and he found a love for coaching. Uh, yeah, that that was what I was gonna say. He did find a love for coaching within that. And the thing is, when he wanted to swim, he he wasn't like uh, Haru who wanted to swim because he loved the feeling of the water and whatnot. He wanted to swim because Haru was swimming. You see what I mean? Like that was his, his motivation once again was Haru just to start swimming. Um, which I find very admirable. It's it, it's like a triangle here because yeah, uh, because, because uh, or I think we made the distinction in in the free season one episode. It's like everything revolves around Haru and yeah, like a bit like Makoto swims because of Haru, Rin swims because of Haru. Although Makoto and Haru don't do it in the same uh, the same competitive spirit as bringing Haru does, or at mm. least. I suppose I can say that Ring, that Haru doesn't see Ring as a rival as well. It's just that it's so low key that something that sometimes it's hard to figure out. I know if like it's well, it's it's well known that uh, Ring considers Haru a rival. There are several things that that I want to touch on before handing the microphone over to Kevin before yeah. uh, because I kind of forget uh, forget my train of thought. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, there was a mention of, um, yeah, I wanted to make the correction. The episode in which apparently Nagisa's parents are in there, I think it was uh, episode six, and you can see them on the background, even though they were not like drawn. That you get, you can see. Okay, so these are Nagisa's parents, uh, um, father or mother, something like that, that they came out there to see him swim. To kind of find out why Nagisa wa- was so adamant about um, staying in the swing club, and also I wanted to touch a uh, character episodes later, but since Nagisa was already brought up, um, I-, I may as well touch on it. I also had issues with with the pacing, like like Bish said, I don't see Nagisa like the type of person that is all depressing and, and everything. Mm-hmm. I I really I really take issue with that. Um, mm. it, it, even though it sold me a completely different side of Nagisa that they, that we don't that we don't see normally, I think it would have been better off without that. Although yeah, I agree, like it, it feels like it was forced. Yeah, it it, it, it really felt forced, and even the, mm. it, even its attempt at jokes when when Nagisa was. Hold up in Haru's house, and every and, and, and Makoto tries to convince him. Haru tries to convince him. Then Ray tries to convince him. It was supposed to be a funny moment, but I personally didn't find it funny yeah. because it, it, it because it, it, I kind of see the point in why they would do that because what uh, because. I believe I mentioned it in the beginning, but if I didn't, I'm gonna mention it again. The setting is already established. This season is all about the characters and their and their struggles, because the show is basically okay. So you're graduating soon. What are you gonna do? The drama revolves around that, and and that and, and that's why uh, at least myself I, I see it that way that there were character episodes that touch on the different and the different characters and their particular struggles and and, mm-hmm. and Nagisa's just uh, I can see it 
I can see it working within the macro of what the season was trying to do, but I particularly don't I particularly don't see that it work out. At least that's that's how I felt about that episode. And it was probably the weakest character episode, the Nagisa I one, agree. and yeah. they, they closely followed by the by the Makoto one. But but I want to touch on that later. Uh, Kevin, you were gonna say something? Yeah. So I actually think I disagree. On the contrary, I think that the Makoto and Nagisa episodes were my two favorites. To be honest, mm. if you were asked me what the weakest episode in terms of character development was for me, I'd say the Haru one. I mean. Wow. I'll, I'll wow. Actually, I'll comment on the, the Nikisa one first. I think that, yeah, you might think that, hey, you know what, this is completely out of character for Nikisa. He's supposed to be this really um, upbeat, positive character all the time. But I think what this is exactly what um, the staff uh, wanted to, you know, to create. It's, it's this message that, you know, just because, you know, you're positive and cheerful on the outside does not mean that you don't have uh, your own problems that you're hiding. You know, some people just hide it better than others, and Nagisa is a perfect example of this. And mm. another reason I really like the episode is just that, to me, you know, as a student, um, with all the studying, I completely relate to his problems, you know? I think it, with this episode, he, uh, the, sta- the anime really connects with the audience. And I think that it's a very real struggle for a lot of people nowadays, especially with, you know, all this pressure being put on students to do well, and it's just this crushing feeling, you know? And Nikisa's in this dilemma where he has to choose between, you know what, do I... I, per- I personally felt that narrative of the cru- of like the pressure crushing people felt more like me as a viewer that it could be, that it convinced me that it was true wasn't the, was precisely in the horror episode because that dreamscape yes. of of mm. um of just haru trying to swing to a plethora of mannequins that was scary that was that was scary and and, mm. and it like it, dr- it it drove the nail home that this is the kind of pressure haru is dealing with i mean i already i already like haru Within the context of his character, but this just kind of blew, it just kind of blew my mind open. Like this is what Haru is facing, and when you consider all the events of season one and what we've seen so far of season two, because I watched it while it was being simulcasted, um, it it kind of all the, all adds up, and I can pretty much say that that I had nightmares with those mannequins. Because, really? it, it, because, right. it, because it was okay. A, taking notes, uh, Tyson has mannequin phobia. All right, <laughs> got not, it. Be, not, not really mannequin phobia. It's just that the uh, that the scene was so perfectly executed that that it worked for what it was trying to go for. Like, like for instance, um, what it, what is horror? Some people would call it a series of jump scares, but when it's done perfectly. Because it plays on the psychology of the viewer, that's what I felt this episode was was trying to do. And mm. wow, I, I mean, Kiwani pulled it up perfectly. And it was it, it was beautiful. That that scene alone, it was beautiful and frightening at the same time. The thing is, I feel that um, they spent too much time on Haru. Like the Haru scene, I agree with you. Very nice, very lovely, and whatever. They spent like what I think maybe three two minutes, three I- episodes on him and then yeah. like two minutes on Nagisa's backstory and I feel like okay the, the thing is that made me feel that okay Nagisa's backstory is a bunch of bullshit yeah you can relate to it and whatnot but I feel that if they gave him a little more time 
in terms of actually explaining his backstory or as you mentioned before with their um with their movie they're gonna do it based on the light novel i'm not sure if the light novel actually touches on nagisa's kind of backstory or not but if they've done it in that form and then spent a little bit more time because to be honest episode 13 was a lot of um just rehashing of old episodes if they took all of that bullshit out where there's like a flashback in every single episode almost yeah uh, if they took that all out and gave nagisa more time to actually explain his story it would have been a lot better but i feel that it's it's just unbelievable because he's not given a lot of time and i just can't really get myself involved and invested in nagisa's story as much as makoto now i have to agree with um kevin on this makoto's story was amazing and it was kind of predictable, let's be honest. I'm going to be the first one to put my hands up and say it's predictable. Especially, he done it like, uh, what's what's the kid named? Hayato. The uh-huh. kid who can't swim and whatever, and he was afraid of swimming. How the hell does he know that, oh, I'm just going to make him do the uh, backstroke and he's going to love it. Like, how how did he know? Like, do you see what I he mean? Didn't, it just he didn't, he wanted to try though. He didn't, but he tried. And I feel like it felt very, like, cliche. That he was like, yeah, I'm just going to try the same thing. I was like... Haru's suggestion of uh, you have to accept the water that made more sense to me. Obviously, you can't really. <laughs> oh, I thought that was so it. such I, bullshit. I was like, that is such bullshit. It's Haru. bullshit. It's Haru bullshit, but it you works. Must, you must feel the water. No, that is flowing that through it, the body. That it, that's and the like, show's I mean, attempt like, at delivering a joke. You're gonna go up to a kid and tell him that, like, are you? Yeah, but I know, but you can't. You can't just expect the kid to be like, oh, I'm just gonna do backstroke now, and I'm like, oh, that's amazing. No, he could have still is, drowned. Ma- Makoto's reasoning actually makes sense because he was like, you know what? I was afraid of the water because he was drowning it. So when he's doing every other stroke, he's literally head down in the water. Whereas Makoto yeah, is like, I, you know what? I like backstroke because I'm a- I'm looking up at the sky. Yeah, but and it, it seems very just like being all poetic. Once again, it seems very like um, cliche. And it's like you're not going to expect the kid to to love it first time and have the same exact revelation, which he did. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, but like, fair would enough. you expect the kid to understand this poetic thing that Haru's trying to? No, get I don't. Him? I don't expect like, to. I don't expect the kid to understand that. But Haru was like that when even when he was a kid. But what I'm saying is just like, I don't expect the kid to understand the poetic, and I don't understand the kid to instantly have the Makoto revelation. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. It's like, okay. He tried it once. He's like, "Oh my god, amazing!" No, it's not like that at all. Yeah, but do um, you, I don't think they wanted to spend too much time on that though, because like they can't just. Yeah, you know. I I understand, but it's just like, once again, they could have cut out all of the bullshit within this anime, uh, in terms of filler, in terms of all of that flashback stuff, and they just could have focused on better stories for Makoto and Nagisa. That's what I feel. Like I feel that Nagisa's ep- episode was a bit meh, and Makoto's episode was good. But there were some like discrepancies in it that I'm not a big fan of. And another thing, it kind of ties in with um, what's his name, Kisumi. Kisumi. Uh-huh. Oh, he pissed me off a lot because it just felt that oh, we we're just gonna put him in there because he he's the only one that can explain that um, Sosuke has an injured uh, shoulder. That's the only thing. And the way they done it was like oh yeah, I was in hospital one day and I saw Sosuke with his shoulder in a bandage. Like what the. F- is, is that yeah. how you're going to explain he was injured? Obviously, they explained it further on, but they could have found another kind of segue. He's kind of useless, to be honest. Like, other than that, yeah, I think he his role's a bit too small. I mean, he could have been a much bigger character. Yeah, and he's that's the thing. introduced his really late as more well. Of a role you know, he's than not him. like, oh, shit, we need a character to, you know, show think, everyone that Sosuke is hurt. I think mm. Kisumi's addition 
was more fan service in the way that for those who have read High Speed, because Kisumi plays a plays a big role in, in High Speed, the light novel that Free is based off. And already the big role is taken by Sosuke, which he also comes from bigger from uh, from High Speed. And it's kind of funny from what I've read of uh, of High Speed, Sosuke's role on High Speed was um, of lesser importance than in season two. He's made the the focus of the central conflict uh, like se like several times. Mm -hmm. For me. The edition of Kisumi was merely fan service for those who have seen, who have read the source material, and also, at least for me, the reason why Makoto's episode fell short, precisely because they introduced that character just to say that Sosuke is injured. Not even as a plot device, he's like convincing. Yeah. Maybe if they giving him more screen time to elaborate more on his character. Mm -hmm. They introduced him way too late, in my opinion. Like, I mean, yeah. he didn't even have a chance to get fleshed out. I mean, yeah, he's a side character, but like, his only purpose was to, you know, tell everyone that Sosuke was hurt. And after that, he kind of just disappeared. You know, he yeah. he kind of fell out of relevance. He, he was there at the end, I think, on the at final the end, relay. Yeah. He, and he, that, he, was, that it. was it with his brother. And I was like, okay, cool. Good Although job. I would Kira like to comment on the Haru episode. Um, okay, you guys were saying how Haru's episode felt kind of. I mean, sorry. Nagisa's episode felt kind of rushed. I think, personally, what I noticed is that um, Tyson actually told me in advance that, you know what, look out for episode 9 because it is the the episode where you will stop hating Haru and he actually gets emotions. Right? And he yeah. actually does get emotions. I was actually shocked. I was like, holy shit, Haru can actually, you know, show passion and sadness. Holy crap. <laughs> but the thing is... It's shoved into like the last three minutes. Everything else is just kind of uh, like, yeah. Was but he has two other episodes after that that focus yeah, on but his they don't need. And... It's I not... would I would say the Australia episode is the ring episode. That's that's no. I'd say no. that's the real Haru episode. You think that's opinion. the real Haru it's, episode? I agree. Because they flesh out Rin and Haru more than they do in a single Haru episode. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I am. I find, I find it difficult to agree with that because until that episode, until the Australia episode, we, the audience, doesn't really know who Ring is. Like, what's his backstory? And one would think that there are bad memories of Ring here in Australia. Why are you back here? And especially why are you bringing horror? I felt that was explained in this episode, so... Maybe you can say that it fleshed out Haru, Haru's character more in the sense that it was in this episode where Haru found his drive as to what to do exactly, in the exactly future. Exactly, that's why I, I think it's... But for me, that doesn't justify it. Or maybe I'm speaking based on the impact that the Haru episode had on me that um, not, not only the neighbors of the mannequins, but... In the way that I see, this is what's going on with horror. This is what it, what is wrong. Yeah, but that's more like an in like if I comment. I think the episode nine, it's more like an introduction to Haru's problems. It doesn't fully yeah. flesh it out and resolve it. Whereas, um, I think the second last episode, episode twelve, um, the written Haru episode, that's when 12, they yeah. actually show. Okay, this is how he's dealing with his problems. This is how they work together. You know, as childhood friends to solve Haru's problems. Whereas from Hasbudan, all I got was, okay, Haru's just pouting because he doesn't want to do competitive swimming. That's all I really got. And episode, in the later episodes, that's when they actually show you, okay, you know, this is how he's slowly coming to terms with 
what he wants to do later on in his life. You know mm. what I mean? The thing is, I was disappointed. I'm, I was happy with, you know, the fact that Haru was showing emotions and I felt very differently from what I felt like last time when we spoke about Free. But it's like, yeah, he's showing emotions. He was smiling by the end of the series, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I feel that his kind of revelation was shitty. It, they could have, once again, Kyoto Animation could have spent a little more time on that. And it was just like, oh, I saw this guy like swimming at the competitive stage and now I'm just going to... Yeah, it's like it's one of a, a professional one eighty degree like, turn. In my opinion. yeah, it's like completely like the way I explained this to Tyson earlier was the fact that at the beginning, Sosuke's goal was to be on that competitive level, the international level mm-hmm. with Rin. Mm-hmm. That was his goal at the beginning, and then you know Haru's goal was always like you know I'm not going to care about timing, I'm not going to do that, I'm just going to swim because I want to swim with my friends and all of that. And then the goals, their goals and their dreams switched by the end of the series. Sosuke was the one that was like, you know what, I want to just swim one last time with everyone and just try my best, and you know, before my um, my arm fucks up. And then um, Haru was like, yeah, you know what, I want to be on that international level. And it's just like, really? Am I supposed to believe that he Haru? Like a, a 180 degree turn in like yeah, one episode. Yeah, and it only happened in like one episode. It was just so mm-hmm. dumb. Like, the whole, the whole anime ended to this? I was like, really? It was kind of pre- it, yeah. it was kind of predictable to begin with. This is a, this is a, a swimming anime after all. That yeah, that, but that the main character done it in such a way that they could have done it gradually, as opposed to yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna go and uh, swim professionally. No, it's just it seemed very shoddy, and it was like as if they were short for time when they done it. That's what I feel. I don't think it's it. I, I think that they weren't really planning for it to be that abrupt. To be honest. Uh, I think that this season would be more fitting as a 24 episode anime because then they'd actually have time to flesh yeah. things out more instead of just you or, know or if they done it just... as a third season yeah exactly but, but you know what Kyoto Animation are afraid of third season <laughs> yeah. I understand yeah. they it's didn't like do the that Valve with, with animes. it's true it's Basically. exactly the Valve of anime <laughs> the Valve of anime I will concede that the last episodes kind of felt rushed but since I watched it simulcasted, I kind of came to the conclusion that this was the obvious ending. Like, this is what's going to happen. Maybe if I came to this, if I, if I binge-watched it, probably I would I would think something else. But since I saw this live in 2014, I kind of came to the conclusion that this was, this was what was going to happen. They could have worked it a better way, perhaps. I could. Yeah. I can also. I can also concede that, but I'm not disappointed because of that. Because it also flesh um, episode 13, the Ring episode. It also flesh out the relationship between Ring and Haru, and um, it is it, it is one of it is one of admiration. It's also one side that that you don't get to see in season one as well because it was all about it's, it's, it's it was all about Ring being a sendere and mm-hmm. trying and, and just trying to. Um, quit swimming and, and, and everything, but episode thirteen, an insight into the friendship between Ring and Haru. I mean, I can't say I, sh- I share your disappointment really with how we fle- with how we flesh it out. I can't. I really can't say that. I really can't. Hmm. The, the thing is, like as you mentioned before, Kevin, in regards to you saying it should be like a twenty-four episode or twenty-six episode anime. I think that yeah, they could have done it as that. Or they could have done it in form of either OVAs or films or whatever. What do you mean, like they a done, they, or 
Yeah, in in terms of you know that extra character development, I would disagree. And the stuff that I I'll say that. Why I'll is that later? Okay, well, I think that you know character development is a very central part of any anime, even more so for you know slice of life anime where you really want yeah. to get to know the main crew. You can't just you know put that on the side and say okay, we'll just put these in the OVAs, right? It's crucial to the main season. I mm. think if you they put it. They just simply extend the amount of episodes in the season. Um, they would have had more time to, like, you know, get the pacing right, develop characters more. It's kind of sidetracking. Another thing is that for me is kind of no. I can understand why Kyoto Animation didn't do it as a you know 24 or 26 episode anime, mainly because everyone like Tyson is like, yeah, free, 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 free. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like really obsessed with it and it's really popular. So if they kind of delay for any sort of reason. They could potentially lose money, and at the end of the day, the, this is a business. Like you see yeah, what I mean? They, mm-hmm. Yeah, they have they to make money somehow. So if they delay it and they angry the people on Tumblr and people <laughs> like Tyson, writing emails and stuff, it's like, why isn't the new season out? Why? Why? You know what I mean? Um, so they have to get it out, and I can see it's it's kind of obvious that it's rushed, especially the fact that they're always cutting to previous series or like flashbacks from previous episodes you can tell that's like a lazy thing to do mainly because they don't want to they want to reuse stuff so then they have to animate less do you see what i mean because they just want to do stuff as quickly as possible and that's what i that's my feeling from that i feel that free could have been my fave free season two could have been like my top anime and it could have surpassed toradora on my list and that says a lot if they gave a lot more time I feel that free could have if it get just if they gave it a little bit more time and a little bit more love and whatnot, they could have been like the best anime ever. But you know, I feel like I should comment on the whole uh, reusing animation stuff mostly because I've seen Sh- I've seen Shirobako and I kind of have an idea of how um how the production of anime works. But it's best that I save that for. Um, for 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 that actual episode, mm. just, just want just kind of want to throw throw that out there. Um, in terms of character episodes, we kind of touch up on the Sosuke one. Do you guys want to elaborate further, or do you think you said um, everything that you terms, had to say? In terms of the Sosuke one, yeah, the Sosuke I, one. I really like. I used to hate Sosuke, and then I saw that episode, and I was like, whoa, man! You know, he tried his hardest, and he never mm. gave up. Even he even he said it himself. He even wanted to fuck up his own arm mm-hmm. just so he can continue. And even his admiration, like I have so much respect for him towards the end, because you know he mm-hmm. done that last relay, and I was like, you know what, you're a cool guy, so it's okay. And even the fact that he was helping out uh, Ai Ai Chan with his training, and he, yeah. you know, at the end, at the end of the anime, Ai Chan became the captain. Oh yeah, and he w- oh, and he wouldn't I, he wouldn't have become uh, the captain if Sosuke didn't train him. Well enough, because at the beginning he was having slower times than everyone else in the team. It's a success the story, end, like, uh, the one of Ai Chan. To be honest, I, I think that Ai Chan's story is uh, the reason I really did not like him being appointed captain is that yes, his determination, his determination is admirable, but the thing is, um, on a swimming team, you know, times are what matters. It's not just oh, you practice more, you get to be captain. And it's one of the things where I feel like, you know, this is kind of rushed. It's, this doesn't happen in real life. It's like, yeah. how do you just, doing a 180 in one episode. You know, shit like this just doesn't happen. I, I think that, yeah, Ai-chan 
his determination is certainly admirable, and I really like how they yeah, but the thing is, he improved season. his times. He got really fast times. Yeah, you, but you see what I mean. He broke a record. He, I think he broke. She does a, not have the attitude of a leader, in my opinion. Like you, you that's can't true. be a he leader doesn't. if you he's can't always lead other people. Notice me, so I do. Yeah, he, he's I always do have like, to agree with I, Kevin I don't, there. I don't have self confidence. Like, yeah. Can you picture I Chan switching places with Sosuke, like having the courage to go no, no. and say, you know what, don't <laughs> no give way. up and stuff? Like, no, no, no. I, I, can't I, I wouldn't that, say so. I can't picture that either. But I feel like you said, there's no other character that they could have picked as captain because everyone else is generic characters. So they had to pick someone. Yeah, and who do you want to be honest? But he no, was but kind of Momo. I don't know. I don't think he would work as captain. To be honest, no, he I can't, think he can't be picked. They, a, he can't be picked as captain anyway because he's not. A, he's not going to be a third year. Exactly. That's it. He was. He was a first year, and he's going to be a second year. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, so big. Yeah, so the senpai here would be Ai Chang. And yeah, because he he even says it. Um, I I senpai. Oh, I can't. Yeah, he calls him senpai. So mm -hmm. yeah, so he can't be he can't be captain. And who else can? No one, because yeah, everyone else are generic characters. I think that to be honest. I'd rather leave it open than just kind of appoint Aichan like that's true but I feel that um, Kyoto Animation did that for closure because mm -hmm. they there's a lot of people expecting a season 3 and they've done this so that you know there's it's pretty much Tyson a middle finger to everyone now. yeah to people like Tyson are probably expecting a season 3 but they're, they're doing this as a massive middle finger to everyone and say you know what fuck you guys we're not going to do a season 3 that's pretty I don't think much it's what that. it is I think it's more like I don't think they're really trying to say you know what we're done with this. It's just that they're trying to um, tie up loose ends. So if yeah, there isn't a season three, which there most likely won't be, no, all the questions that uh, that have been asked throughout this entire se series will have been answered. Except, um, I don't know if you guys agree with me on this. Uh, concerning the finale, I was kind of disappointed by Sosuke's ending because he was like, "Yeah, I'll see what I'll do. I'm not sure." Uh, about my yeah, dreams, he was very you know? indecisive. It was really but he said he already got his dream. Now. No, no, hold on, hold on. Before be, before you call Sosuke indecisive, I want you to consider this. We came from a guy that was dead set on quitting swimming to a guy that is at least open to the idea of submitting himself to an operation and possibly swimming again, possibly in the in the university level. Okay, I agree, Tyson. I'm not saying his character development isn't done well, I'm just saying that the way it ended was really open and that's not a bad thing when you, you know, you're having sec uh, you know, another season, but in the case where a third season is really unlikely, I think it's kind of a middle finger in a way to end it on a cliffhanger for Sosuke, because by the end, I was like, I really liked Sosuke's character, and to mm. see him kind of like, uncertain about his future, and and facing the possibility that we will never actually know what he does kind of irks me a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, 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 I do, but, um, but, yeah, but, but I don't like, know. What, what if Haru never decided that he wanted to be a swim, like, he wanted to swim competitively, right? Mm -hmm. It would have been really, you know, kind of, it would have ticked you off a bit. I mean, it's not really annoying, but still. I mean, I mean, I, I don't like Howard to leave it to the extent that it, that it would be ticked off if he decided that he that he didn't want to to swing completely. I would have been ticked off because he's the main character. I mean, yeah, yeah and, and all the signs point to that. Like that is what's gonna happen. The thing is, 
um, how you get there. Like you know the destination, but which road are you gonna take to make it to get there? So mm -hmm. so basically, it, it it becomes a passage. I guess you can I guess you can call it in which you just enjoy the ambience and whatnot. Yeah. But 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 I'm probably not making sense right now. And even so, I know Bish likes to poke fun at me for being the huge free fan here, but I actually I'm actually not expecting a season three. There is not enough material here yeah. to make a season three. And even if there was, probably yeah, it's a movie. The same Kion, it's the same kind of issue with Kaon, because Kaon is the is the anime where it's you know set in high school and in yeah. you, you're kind of leaving two members there as third years and the others in in university, and it's just like. Uh, how can you do that? I, I can understand why Kyoto Animation wouldn't go for a season three because it's going to be very, very difficult to have, you know, Haru and Makoto in university and then Nagisa and whatever. And the thing is, you're going to have to show the second years. And you're going to have to show the first years as well. And from what we saw in the anime, they're generic characters, the new swim team members. Exactly. Yeah, and you re there's, mm -hmm. it's too much to do. Like, because then you have to put character development into the new characters. And then you have to continue the old characters, and it's just too much, and it will get into a mess. Yeah, it's not even that. It will yeah. become a mess. I think that Free even has a bigger problem than than Kion because they made it very clear at the end of the season that everybody is pursuing their own dream. You know, Haru and uh, Ren are going to just win competitively. Mako just doesn't want to do that. It's not his thing. He wants to teach um, other people how to swim, um, while Nagisa and Rei just want to stay in the club. So we have yeah. so many different branching paths, even more so than in Kaon, that it would be, you know, impossible to f keep up with all of these different branching storylines. True, unless they do like a spin-off, like an another spin-off, like um, as you mentioned, because Tyson mentioned that the uh, movie is going to be based off High Speed, so it's going to be like a prequel to Free, exactly, in a sense. And unless they do like another, sp like a completely spin-off anime, like Nagisa the anime, I would love that. <laughs> I, wa I want that to happen, but it's not going to happen. No, I don't think many people love Nagisa to my level. Um, <laughs> to our level, basically. <laughs> oh, to our oh, so you're saying you accept uh, Nagisa as your lord and savior? I accept Nagisa as my lord and savior. Oh, yeah. I have what no about you? I'm the, I'm the, I, he's a good Come character. I, I don't you're think the Nagisa that... of this group. Come on. <laughs> no, but I'm the cynical... I'm the cynical Nagisa of this group. So, so you're Ray. You're you're pretty much. Are you saying you're Ray? <laughs> no, no. Ray. Okay, don't get me you're wrong. Ray. Ray's not a bad character, but she. I don't. She's like my my literal opinion of him is just meh. He's not exactly the most original or best. No, he is It's true, but at the same right. time, I kind of respected him more in season two because he became more of like a. A wise person and you know he had the guts and he had the balls to say you know what Haru you're being a prick and you know what you but know what did, Nagisa you're doing something. Way, though, in the first season if you remember at the end yeah in the first him? in the first season he was being a dick but in the second yeah. season I'm like you know what you're awesome man I respect you Ray because you know you're confident in what you're doing now and I like that you you improved I, um, I wanted to make a coming on Sosuke um, that like Bish, I didn't like him at all, but I came to respect him during the during his episode. There's not really much I can say that has already that has already been said. It's like Bish and me are on the same page here. Also, fun fact about um, about the ending, like past the credits and everything. 
that scene it's based off the concept video of a of free like the like the whole horror jumping in into the pool and make a meeting ring in an international international stage that was actually but that was actually pulled from the concept video so it's a little so so it's a wait, little wait, nice wait. fan service uh, there are you saying wait was it pulled directly from there or were they like reusing not directly but 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 it's similar but it's similar like if i were to show you now that ending and the concept video you would say it's our life it, it, it's just that the generic characters were replaced with haru and ring basically mm. and we're missing ray although for, for me that episode was forgettable but i didn't dislike it as much as as the nagisa one what do you guys think yeah i didn't really pay too much attention to, to the Ray's ring. episode, <laughs> Ray's episode. Um, you know what I'll, I'll, I'll comment on that just a bit i didn't like just like bish i didn't really pay attention to it i was like uh nah <laughs> and I'll go back to what I said in the first season on how I, I thought that Ray's problem with not being able to swim is just completely stupid because I don't think it is possible to fail that badly at swimming, especially when you have pro swimmers as friends. Because literally, the only thing he was doing wrong was that he wasn't floating because he was like, it's when you're supposed to have a straight body because that's how you float. If you, if you tuck your butt in underwater, you're gonna sink like a rock. No, but uh, but that was already addressed in season one. Like they um like Haru, but Makoto, and Nagisa try to teach Ray how to swing, but they completely fail at it. Yeah, so but the only thing he mastered though was butterfly, and in season two, he finally learns how to do the other strokes. But because I, a ring. Yeah, but I still think that the fact that he couldn't do any of the other strokes because he couldn't float on water was just really really stupid. No offense, Ray. That if you that know? would be that would be like a critique best made for free season one, but not really in season two. It's like in season two he 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 he's trying to be oh senpai noticed me so I'm gonna yeah but like look no, look I, if you look at Ray he's if, a if guy I, that wait wait guys if I kind of interrupt here mm-hmm. I kind of agree with you Kevin because it is kind of an irrational thing like from a real life perspective that doesn't make any sense. Do you see what I mean? He's a guy that's swimming in perfectuals and goes into nationals. How can you not float exactly. on the surface of the water, you know? And I, I think it's more like a joke. It wasn't meant to be taken seriously. I don't, I don't but think it's a joke. I think it's just a mistake on uh, Kyoto Animation's part. Because they seem not to be thinking about everything properly. That's what I think it is. They don't. I don't think they're doing their I, research. Huh, I, I disagree because... To such a sense. Did you, did you mean to I'm say not like hating on Kyoto Animation, but I'm just saying it's like I feel that they haven't really taken the time, and because when you don't take the time, you get a lot of loopholes and everything. It's like it's like Bish is suggesting that most of the budget for for the free episode just went <laughs> into trips to to pools and see all the pretty men, so they could, so they could yeah, nail that in in the art. Ninety five percent of the budget just came for those ab shots and those butt shots, you know. Yeah, and then the other five percent was getting the American actors. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to do Australian accents. <laughs> oh my and they were like, they're left with like that that point one percent. They're like, you know what? We need to develop Ray's character this season. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all right, wait, but <laughs> in all seriousness, um, Bish, do you mean to say that perhaps they didn't pay attention to detail? Yeah, that's that's what okay. I tried to mention. I have to disagree. Okay. Because I think it was just simply um, a little, you know, nudge back to their their running gag that they had back in season one where Ray couldn't swim completely. Because I think that 
in this anime and in the series in general, they one thing they do very well is getting the swimming right. Like, maybe the abs thing is completely overboard, but like the actual swimming itself and the animation in the pool is done really well. I have to give it to them. So props to them. The animation looks really smooth. It actually looks believable, like you know what people would look like in real life as they swam, except the finale with dolphins and stuff. You know that was a bit of a kind of ridiculous. But so you said that that's never happened to you. You've never started. No, I've never just like massive. uh, Yeah, freaking kill a whale, you know, beside me. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) I found that bit kind of awkward. It was just like, oh, I'm swimming now, and there's a. There's a massive killer whale. Like, those they're called killer whales for a reason. Like, yeah, I know, you know what I mean. The thing is, the last episode to me was just terribly disappointing. I don't know if you guys agree with that. Like, the final race was not as fun to watch as that uh, the one before that, where Iwatobi was going against. Um, was it again? Tyson Summer. Um, episode. Um, the the episode in which they race against um some uh, Samesuka in regionals. Yeah, where, where it's like um, it's, a new tie, basically, between the two teams. The, uh, no, the, uh, the tie was done in prefectorals. Like, regionals, Iguatobi won. Let's see, prefectural, prefectural. Didn't, they, didn't um, Samisuka win one of the relays? Um, they, uh, they, no, hold, hold on. Where is, it that, where is it that they got the tie? No, they didn't, they didn't win the relay. It was actually um, Iguatobi that won the relay. I remember one where they they won or something or is really really close. No, no, no. I think I know the tie, and it was individual Rim versus Haru. They made it. They no, made the exact tie. I know. I know for a fact that. Okay, well, it's not. It's not important. I know that for a fact. One of the relays uh, between Iwatobi and Samusuka was really close and that got my blood pumping it was really exciting to watch and then we get to the grand finale at the nationals and we have dolphins and penguins swimming in the water you know it's it's <laughs> it's kind of anticlimactic kind of you're building about. upon this you're getting us hyped up for this and then this happens honestly i think you've been you dismissive know? because in the context of what that swimming is supposed to mean it's, yes, that they, it's, that, it's that they came together as a group, and precisely when killer whales, dolphins, penguins uh, swim beside <laughs> you, like, it's reflecting the mascot of the I, character I know that the came... symbolism. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's no, purely it symbolism. No, 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 it doesn't make any sense, because why the hell did Nagisa not get the penguins? Because okay, he said in the anime that... that he wanted to be a penguin trainer, and I thought, you know what, Nagisa... Penguins? That could have worked, but no, he got Killer Whale. Because it would be too similar to the finale in Season 1. That's why they didn't show their mascot, but rather the other's mascot. The thing but is, I don't dumb. think they really paid attention to the animals that were assigned. It's just like, in general, they, they're one with yeah, nature or something. Yeah, that's you know, another one. Like... Why was butterflies in the water? Like, they can't swim. <laughs> well, are you asking why butterflies are... Why a technique is named butterfly? No, I'm talking. I'm talking about you know it, when when Haru was swimming, there was yeah. butterflies that came out of the bubbles of water, and I'm like, every other animal were able to swim. You know, the dolphins, you had the killer whale, you had the penguins. I never seen butterflies being able to swim. Yes, I know it's, that might be a reference, reference to, to the you're, you're, you're yeah. asking us to make sense out of something that doesn't have sense. Like, if no, it, but like, you think about well, this? they might as well put <laughs> exactly. a dragon in the water and <laughs> made it swim. 
Hey, it's not our fault that the the Kyoto Animation selected butterflies as race mascot. The thing is, though, that I I I do agree with you, Tyson. It is supposed to you know symbolize them working together and them enjoying swimming and whatnot. But you have to admit, having penguins and killer whales swim like alongside you in the pool is just a teeny weeny bit, you know, cliche. Just a tiny bit. Yeah, but they're trying to be cliche. Come on. If I if I'm going to acknowledge that, I might as well acknowledge that the whole mascot thing is ridiculous. And yeah. And, and I personally don't see it that way. Well, I don't think I don't care about. What animal is assigned to what character? It's just the fact that you're having, you know, flowers and rainbows and animals swim in the last episode. It's just kind of anticlimactic because it's not something that is exciting to me personally. You know? Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, Power Rangers, <laughs> like the, the Power Rangers movie. If you remember it, was it Power Rangers in space okay. or something like that? It was like, the one with the with the um, purple goop. I, I can't like, remember because animals. I'm pretty sure. What you're referencing probably came that's out before that's I was born. Way before that's like in the nineties. Tyson, Tyson, the might only remember. Power yeah. Rangers I've seen was Mighty Morphin, and I think I yeah, it was, and, and, it was Mighty Morphin Rangers, the film for Mighty Morphin Rangers. I haven't seen the film. Oh, it's amazing because then they get instead of mechs, they have like um, spirit animals. Uh, it's great, and you know uh, Johnny Young Bosch, he's his one is the frog. Yeah, and then there's this whole thing within the in the film where he's like, "Why am I the frog, man?" <laughs> and he's like, re he gets really depressed about it. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't think that guy would be Unarukami, but <laughs> of a anyway. Um. Okay, so with character episodes out of the way, let's focus a little bit on the music on the musical score. Oh, I really want to talk about this. Um, talk away, bitch. Talk away. I am re I'm really, really happy about this. The music was exceptional uh, in this anime, mainly because there was no dubstep at all. It's Thank as if, you. It's Thank as you. if they heard, uh, as if uh, Kyoto Animation heard the episode. They were bitching about dubstep. That we did. Where and we, they were like, you know, we, we have to remove dubstep. Even though that we released the episode during season two was released, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense, so they probably didn't hear it. But I'm, I really, I really want to think that they did. We all but did. they took out the dubstep. I, I'm really happy about that. They replaced it with some electro music, which is all right to be honest, especially for the swimming scenes. Like I got into that. I was like, oh my yeah. god, yes! For the choice of music in the swimming scenes alone, I actually felt that I was watching a sports anime instead of the. Yeah, 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 exactly. I was like, the dub and the thing is, in season one, the dubstep was like at the at the worst time. Yeah. It was like before they started, <laughs> like before they even jumped in. And it was the most stereotypical dubstep ever, you know, like yeah, it was like complete. Yeah, exactly. It was like <laughs> random dubs, like. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that's what, that's exactly what it was. Um, but they they took that all out, and I'm so happy they did. And then they replaced it with like you know some orchestral music, especially um, you know in the emotional scenes. You know the final race that was all like a uh, orchestral music, yeah, which it was great. Orchestra. It wasn't even electro. I thought it would be, but it was like lovely, like violins and pianos and stuff. It was like, wow. Just and the music, especially in the anime, is is really important to me, and I think that also adds to the emotion. And that's what also made me feel that it was a romance anime at one point because <laughs> roman romantic animes tend to have orchestral music a lot, like violins that really. Uh, important moments of the anime, like really emotional moments. Reminds stuff me like of that. Uh, Blast of Tempest, especially with yeah. that soundtrack. You know, like soundtracks cannot be disregarded, especially when you want to get 
emotions going and feels going. And、yeah. I think they did it really well. So instead of having, you know, like some guy dropping the beat in an emotional scene, you actually had music that went along with it. And it made a lot more sense this、mm. time around than it did in the first season. I will always be the first one to say that audio complements video. And that's the way it should be. Yeah, that's the way it, it is.、Be. It's completely true. Another thing is, I didn't even, at points, the music felt natural to the point that I didn't even notice there was music in the background. You see what I mean? Mm hmm. And it just, the music just elevated and kind of added to certain moments where it needed to be. And I found it was just perfect score. Perfect score. Yeah, like the music doesn't get in the way of what, it, of what is happening. Like, it, Exa- like, exactly. Unlike the dubstep from、uh, first season. Exactly. If you don't notice that the background music is there, it's actually doing a good job、mm-hmm. because it's making you focus on what it should be, be happening. I can confidently say that the music score. Added up with the dramatic scenes throughout the season, made me, it made me cry more times, more times than one. And mostly because I care for these characters, but like the, but like the music, it dialed up that tenfold.、Um, the, there is something that, that you wanted to mention,、uh, Kevin? Yeah. Well, first thing is,、um, I just want to let you guys know if you didn't already, I, I, I kind of have a feeling that Tyson wouldn't like dubstep no matter what. It's just not his jam. You know, he, he kind of. No, it isn't. It really isn't. He, he just does not like dubstep at all. So I'm wondering if there's any special case where he would actually like dubstep in NA. But, anyways, second point. Yeah, I do agree with what you say. Sometimes music's so good that it makes. You just don't hear it. But, to be honest, to me, the best sort of music is music that just makes you stop, pause the show, and just go, okay, you know what? I need to find the name of that song. Because. You know, it just stands out. And good music has to be able to stand out on its own without the, you know, the visual component. And while I do think that the, the music in this season is a big step forward from music in the first season, I, I don't think that would be a match against, you know,、um, Attack on Titan soundtrack or Boss of Tempest soundtrack, etc. etc.、Mm-hmm. Well, bear in mind that Attack on Titan is, I would say, a much bigger budget show. Completely, and you know, it has a, a larger following, so they can afford to. And, and bear in mind, Kyoto Animation is a small studio, that's another thing we forgot to mention. They're extremely small. I, I can't remember how many people exactly. Do you remember, Tyson? Um, I can look it up, but I don't, uh, but but I don't have the number like right now. There is something that I, that I wanted to comment on that I forgot to bring it up during the character episodes, but I do think it's important that,、uh, that, that we point it out. Yeah. And it would be a disservice to, do, to not just do it. The fight between Makoto and Haru in episode, I believe it was. Near the end? I think it's episode 7. It was episode 11. Episode 11. Right before the, he leaves. Right? Yeah, it, yeah right, right before he leaves. And I will start with this. That fight was important because it nailed down how dependent Haru is on, Mak- on Makoto. And we're, and we're talking about. Makoto, who has found his dream, and Haru, who, is, who hasn't found his dream yet, and, and always relying on him, it's like Haru's safe ground, which was Mak- Makoto, is moving,、uh, like、has been swept off him and is moving over to Tokyo. So I think that fight was important, super important for it to happen. Yeah. What do you guys thought, thought of that, that particular yeah, scene? So, just have a question. Do you mean important as to like the, the entire season or just for Haru's? 
development specifically. Harus, for Harus development specifically. Okay, yeah, for that I definitely agree. Although I think that if we we're, we're going to choose one event that kind of like characterized the season for me, it would definitely be the conflict between, um, you know, what's his face? Sosuke and Rin. I mean, their relationship, I think, was probably the, the central part of the season. Everything re revolved around it. Hmm. Though I do agree that Makoto's fight and Haru's fight was important for his development. But, I mean, I personally didn't take much note of it when it happened. Probably because it was resolved quickly enough. I mean, uh, if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, Tyson. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the fight happened at the end, t towards the later half of episode 11, and was resolved early on episode 13, right? So, it wasn't uh, a huge problem. I don't think, I don't know if they put enough emphasis on the conflict between Makoto and Haru because I was just I was being distracted by um, Rin and Haru, you know, their relationship during the Australian episode. So I didn't I kinda of forgot about the fight that happened with Makoto, so I didn't pay too much attention to it. But I do think it's pretty important for Haru's development because, you know, it helps him come to terms with, you know, what he wants to do with his life and what his friends mean, to, you know, to him. Yeah, I probably noticed mostly because after that fight Hey, dude, that was like so off-putting that, that that you're basically close a closing a fight with a relationship of probably like Haru's relationship with uh, with Makoto is important. So having if having that having that jank off him in basically Haru running away when Makoto what what he's doing is expressing the team's desire. For him to better himself and find what he wants to do in something, again, again, Haru is one of my favorite characters, so, um, so, so, so I did notice that. I'm also curious: is he your favorite character, or just one of your favorites? One of my favorites. Um, if 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 I'm gonna be uh, forced to choose, if we're choosing best boy, um, I'm split between Haru and, and Ring. I'm split. Hmm. Um, one thing that I want to mention. Specifically with the Australia episode is the events that happen in it because to me yeah there were some serious bits but there's a lot of comedy like especially them sharing a bed and, oh my god and, and, and one yes. thing I was the doujins pissed off about <laughs> the was um, if uh, director fanfics Tyson get ready for that <laughs> um, but one thing I was kind of annoyed about was the woman the what's it called what do they call them the woman at the service desk at the hotel yeah, she was a dick. She was no a offense. douchebag, and I feel that why did they why did they make her like she was like if you don't want to share a bed then you can fucking go to another hotel. That's how what I felt. I'm sorry for the bad Australian accent, but it just came out. But I felt that why this she was being very unnecessary, like to be like that. Like she was being acting like a bitch, like a total bitch. Like if I was the manager of the hotel, I would have fired her on the spot because you know what, I'm. I, I wouldn't tell them, oh, just go to another hotel and be that rude about it. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely see that. That was a dick move. I mean, I don't think that I would want to be treated... Like, if someone said that to me in a hotel, I'd be like, okay, you know what? Fuck you, give me a refund, I'm leaving. Because that's not how you talk to people in a hotel. Yeah. You know? But especially because he's Japanese, like yeah, exactly. Maybe she was being racist. I don't know. Maybe. But the thing is, I another thing is that might have been some sort of I don't know how to explain it. Like 
I'm not sure if people from Australia would have been offended by that because other people will be watching this around the world, maybe some Japanese people, and they, they might be like, oh, okay, so this is what Australians are like? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Because a lot of people can get other impressions from different cultures and whatnot from anime. That's that's a given right there. I can pretty much say, because, because I've seen it with my own eyes, that our anime, in the day when the, um, when the Australian episode came out, were mostly focused on the authenticity of the place. And they would pretty much say, hey, this, this is really Australia. And even people that live in Australia pitching in and saying, hey, they, they did a pretty good job of emulating our place. But the thing is, it didn't feel authentic because, as you mentioned, Kyoto Animation got American voice actors for it. Yeah. But there, there were moments where they didn't, it sounded not Australian, let's be honest. Yeah. Like, there's that one guy, you know, when they're swimming into the pool and he's like, yeah, come on and get a uh, really jump into the pool. <laughs> And I, and I was like, that didn't even sound Australian. That sounded like a British guy having a stroke. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. And I, that's what it felt like. And I was like, okay, there's probably Australian people watching this. And they're like, hey, that doesn't sound Australian at all. Like, to me, that doesn't sound Australian. I'm not Australian, but it just doesn't sound Australian. The only person I... You just invalidated your point by just saying you're not Australian. <laughs> I'm not Australian, but it doesn't sound Australian. I know what Australian people sound like. Um, because I speak to a lot of Australians, but... What I'm saying is the fact that the only person that I feel that had mm, a authentic voice is Russell. That was it. Mm. Even Russell's wife didn't have a, a proper Australian accent. She she was like dipping into American and then into they into probably British had accent. An American or British VA for that. I don't know if they actually had That's legitimate. What, um, they had Australian. American. No, they had American uh, voice actors. Tyson told me about that. For for everyone. For even. For the Austin family? Yeah, yeah. because oh, that's precisely... Okay. Um, if you look at the credits during that um, during that particular episode, you can... I think... Um, and I look up the studio, and it was an American um, an American studio. So basically, they... Um, what's it called? Offshore? Um, they offshored that, that, that job for uh, for the Australian voice accent. And to, and to kind of wrap, wrap up with this, how do you feel about this season compared to season one. Uh, the thing oh, is, with this season, um, I think this is a much better season than season one. I think there's an improvement. Yeah, there is a lot of loopholes and whatnot, but I'm willing to look past that. And I thoroughly enjoyed this more than season one. I got really hyped at first, and then mainly because it kind of reminds me of the animes that I normally watch, like the romance animes and, you know, the slice of life where there's so much drama in it. So I've kind of felt at home with that. Um, yeah, there was disappointing moments, and I felt it was rushed, especially with Nagisa, because you know Nagisa deserves more love than what he got. So just saying. Um, but yeah, there was great character development with other characters like you know Rin, Haru, Sosuke, um, even Aichan, and music improved and whatnot. So I feel overall much better, and I liked the fact that it kind of continued and it kind of just improved. It wasn't downhill like most uh, anime series tend to go for their second season, aka Oremo. <laughs> so yeah, the salt. What do you think, uh, Kevin? <laughs> um, I have to agree with you, uh, completely agree with Bish on all the points he raised. I think that season one, if I if I were to compare my experience watching this, like compared to season one, uh, for the first season, I thought of it as more of a, a drag. Okay, I have to watch this because it's on. Yeah, it's on Kunai. Tyson suggested mm -hmm. I have no choice, 
you know? And I was like, oh my god, I don't want to watch this. But for the second season, I was like, you know what? I actually want to find out what happens. I actually want to see how these characters develop because they put so much more, like, from my opinion, I think that they put a lot more emphasis on character development in the second season compared to the first one. And the first one is more like, um, very slice of life esque, uh, less dramatic in the second season. In the second one, they actually have, they, they take the time to dedicate, um, and develop each character in the main cast. You actually have a stronger connection to each and every one of the main characters. You know, you actually have a reason to care about them now. Mm. But at the same time, I do agree with Bish and, you know, you as well, Tyson. There are pacing issues. You know, it isn't a perfect season, but overall, it's much better than the first one in almost every single way from the music to the characters to the story, um, you know, all across the board. In regards to in regards to me, I mean, I'm a free fanboy, so I enjoy both seasons equally. But if I'm forced to choose, then yeah, free like a free season two over free season one. I like it so much, and I felt such a um, like I I mentioned this in the past, but it's, I think it's worth putting out there. I'm a sucker for character development, and mm -hmm. and seeing how each character got its own episode, even with all the problems that that we talk about. It really made me fall in love with it, with, with the series, as mentioned. They, they, this uh, this anime had me in tears more uh, more times than one, either from the music or from the particular experiences from uh, from the characters. And I'm so hugely invested into it. And I can say this without a shadow of a doubt. I think Free Season Two has a place among my top five anime. It may not be the very top, but it, but it's among the um, the the best five that I've that I've watched. I'm curious, would you rate it above Attack on Titan? I would rate it. I would rate it even above Attack on Titan. Um, okay. Wow. No, I mean Attack on Titan is Attack on Titan is beautiful, but um, and I and I did enjoy watching it. But if you're asking me to put together a list of animes that um, that that I particularly that I particularly rate very very high, I can confidently say that they, that free is uh, the free season two is among them. Right. Of mm. uh, a list of animes that I would rate very very high. Attack on Titan, I enjoy watching it, but when it comes to a top 20 or top 40 list, and like, meh, I would get, I wouldn't rate it that high. But that, but, but that, but that's just me. I think the rating that I gave free on anime, um, free season two anime planet, free season two, was uh, four, um, four and a half stars out of five, and I'm thinking of, uh, of bumping that up to five. That may not mean much, but. When, when considering how many animes that are rated five out of five stars, it kind of says a lot. It's not. Um, it's not like I want to brag or anything. It's not like my my tasting anime is the purest of, like, of, of, of all of all the earth. But um, but but at least uh, as in what it means to me, um, it's it's a huge deal. It is a big deal. I definitely agree. I mean, if I compare my rating of season two compared to season one, I think I gave season one like a seven point something. Which is, you know, on my scale, it's, it's good, but not, I mean, it's good, but not great. I, I'd definitely give season two at least an 8.3. And I wouldn't give an 8.5 just because, you know, they're pacing issues and some things felt really rushed with certain characters. But overall, it's a big improvement over the last season. I, I enjoyed it a lot more. All right, so we pretty much shared 
everything that, that there is to share about free season two i'm saying i'm still the fanboy here and i hope that beige and kevin also also agree with me in, in, in my fandom <laughs> in a way Mm-hmm. So I would say so, yeah. So make it so with that out of the way, we wrap up another episode of Get a Light Podcast Kunai. Next episode, Bish, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Well, really, Tyson, I don't know what you're into, but you know, it <laughs> kinda sounds like you know, bondage and whatnot, so no, if you're no, into that, it's fine. No <laughs> I'm not gonna ask in your personal life. No uh, not bondage, no, I'm not into any of that. But the next Maybe show, you are. it's it's fine. It's fine, Tyson, if you are. <laughs> But no one's the, judging you. Maybe Kevin's judging you. But that's probably, it. That's the only person. Probably. But the next show that we're going to watch is Is It Run to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? Or as it's known on the internet, Damashi. And it's probably the show that we suggested the sooner on Knai. Because it's fresh off its airing wrong and there's already a Knai episode on it. I mean, I did say that we were going to have a Damashi episode, but I didn't expect it this soon. But... Some things happen, and yes, we're having done much of this soon. So look forward for it, guys. Remember that you can always send us your suggestion for shows to watch. You can find us at uh, Galkunai on Twitter, or you can also hit us three individually. I'm K-N-N-A-Y-E underscore on Twitter. I'm the Tapest Phoenix, so T-H-E-T-E-M-P-E-S-T. F-E-N-I-X so it's not Phoenix spelled normally and also don't forget the capital for each word never forget the capital wow. when it comes to Kevin never forget the capital or, or else the tweets don't come oh, the yeah, don't I, come. I just won't look at it I'll, I'll just disregard <laughs> it completely ambitious <laughs> get a light podcast just spell like it oh spell well, you didn't even let me say it oh then, yeah, then say it then I, was, get, I was gonna say then say it bitch sama no then you, say you've it. just ta- you've just taken it away from me Aww. I'm actually at the chibi ultimate <laughs> I'm only joking. It's that get life podcast. That was Joe's Twitter, um, you know, helping Joe out, getting him more followers. Yeah, yeah. And P.S. Um, Operation hashtag Get Bish Late is still going on. So if you know anyone out there, Sing send it. it to us. Say they can send it to us. Send it to Bish. Send it to the Gap Kunai Twitter because we really yeah, be, because we really need send to get the Tyson any fanfics as well because yes, you know he loves them especially with the, the Australia episode because he you know <laughs> he loves those yeah you know? no, it, no, I, we really want to know what actually happened in that bed because we we don't know oh and no and they shared it no. I think that was specifically like no. fan like for the Tumblr oh. people rule 34 okay yeah okay okay this is the sign that we should end this so say it. goodbye guys see ya right. see you guys Are we gonna do the clap thing? Yeah, we're gonna do yeah. the clapping. Okay, go, go, go. Let's do the clap game, guys. The, the clap game, the clap king, ambitious gonna play. One, two, one, two, clap, clap, clap. I'm spelling it the way the French people would say it. No, sure. they, they pronounce it like show, which would be hot. Sure. Oh, like shod. Oh, shod. Or no, show. it should be show. That's, you don't have to do. Oh, right, right. Call me tits, mate. Um, no, but how would I print? Wait, wait, wait. So, my name in is, the my in, name in is the Vietnamese chat. accent, how would you say it? Wait, what? Fuck. It's the same way.
<laughs> no man, you tell me right now. <laughs> I am your uncle, and you not even trust me. You'll you'll see this spike, and then you're like, okay, this is when the podcast starts, and you're gonna have like two minutes of just random conversation. You'll be like, what the fuck? Then we just shut up for a minute, and then he'll know. Okay. Well, uh, to Tyson of the future, who's editing, this is not part of the podcast. <laughs> are you in, Ty- are you Tyson getting... of the future, is he like a Terminator style <laughs> thing? I hope he is. So, so basically, you're making a robot joke because... Oh, uh, because Tyson 2.0. Yes. We actually talked about that on Twitter. Um, I really don't know what's going on. Skype is not working. Why is that? I don't know. Fucking Skype! Why don't you help me out, please? We need to get sponsored by an internet company. Like, Bell, if you're listening there, we need we need you. Why, Skype? Why? Bish, you back? I have returned. Sorry. Um, You know what happened? What? Skype was like, hey, guess what? I'm going to update myself. I'm like, fuck, I just updated you. (laughs) And you know what I think it is? Because I was talking shit about Nagisa. And, you know, he is the Kami of Kunai. So he was like, you know what, bitch? I can't take, I can't handle your shit anymore. So it's just, I deserve what I get, you know?